Welcome back to another episode of Rec Talk. So today we have Angela Hill. Angela, you're like recruitment founding, like mother. <laughs> founding, founding, yeah, you got founding fathers. I'm going founding mother. Yeah. But yeah. In that direction. Yeah. yeah. You've been, you been in recruitment. A, a Leading name in Rectorec. That's oh, what. That's I where like I'll that. go. Well, yeah. I, didn't to, I didn't want to pigeonhole just into Rectorec because you've, okay. you've done quite a bit. Leading hole. Leading hole. Leading hole. Leading hole. That's way worse than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So start this podcast as we need to go on then. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. I love no, it. Well, welcome, welcome on. <laughs> thank thanks for you. thanks for coming in. No, thank you. I mean, time. you know, when I started twenty three years ago, I literally answered a tiny little advertisement in the evening hang mail. On, hang on, let's just pause there. What's an advertisement? Advertisement. <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> little paper, tiny little square in the evening mail, and um, I was oh, you mean advertisement? Advertisement. Okay. What did yeah. I say? Advertisement. <laughs> advertisement. Yeah. Advertisement. Yeah. advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was like my launch into into recruitment. I thought I was going to do it for six months, save the money to pay for my masters, and then I was off. I was going to go and. Okay, so you actively applied for a recruitment job? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I didn't fall into it. I knew what I was signing up for. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. much as any of us did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd heard of them. Did you do your masters? <laughs> I didn't. Never got no. the masters in journalism. See, that's, and that's what recruitment does. Spent the money on Takes a golf away GTI. From your dreams. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's probably, probably a, a better, better investment than, than, yeah. than masters. I, mean, I wish I still had it. I do. Mark too. It'd be you worth could whack fortune. it on your LinkedIn. No one's going to check. Who, who the fuck is going to ever go to it? <laughs> yeah, well, show me your masters then. Get it out. Yeah. <laughs> we've had we've had a few people I'm gonna put Forbes yeah. thirty in the thirty in my profile and see if anyone calls me. Bro, nobody's gonna believe you're in a thirty. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, the stretch. Yeah. Nobody's the, believing uh... you're the 30. But yeah, we've had a few people and, and they've got like law degrees Apparently. or like history degrees <laughs> and English degrees. And yeah, Apparently. we've never we've never checked. Yeah. Would you like, ask them law questions? That's what I would do. I'd be like, so in Yeah, but Article we need to know 36, the answer though, don't you? Because you got you no, gotta no, verify no, you the just answer. See how confidently they come back with the answer. Yeah, no, we hire like good salespeople so that they'll <laughs> be able to convince us. Yeah. <laughs> or they should fair. be able to. They should be able to. Yeah, if they stumble Law degree or no law degree. Yeah, maybe that's what's yeah, Let's yeah. see if they can out lawyers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're blacking a blacker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see who buckles first. So, look, in the 23 years of recruitment, mm. then, um, I mean, you, you must have seen kind of the the hard times of, yes. of during the 2008 recession where, yeah, like, yeah. You I remember people telling stories about literally mm. scrambling yeah, for like yeah. 5 10% fees and yeah, stuff yeah. versus more recently when, when it's been making hay while the sun shines, right? Well, you would think so, and some businesses have, um, but some businesses have just been completely oblivious and carried on as normal and working at 18 20% without mm-hmm. realising that actually this was a great opportunity to raise your game, lift your fees, set the precedent, and, you know, they have missed out on that opportunity, definitely. Um, I didn't. I did raise my fees. Yeah. <laughs> Cost <laughs> and, of living. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you remember your barber? Yeah. <laughs> my, my barber during like the whole Brexit thing. Yeah. Uh, he used to, it was a Turkish barber, and okay. um, is when I used to have my haircut, uh, and he used to charge me seven pounds. Right. And I went, and he went, oh, it's uh, eight pound, bro. And I was like, eight pound? You've gone up by a pound. And he was like, Brexit, bro. Like everyone was, all the prices were being raised because of Brexit. That was like the thing, and he was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I want to put my prices." Why not? Up. Like, yeah. how? How? What part of your business is impacted by Brexit? What are you importing? You've had to, yeah, that you've had to put your price up by a pound. But all right, fine, whatever. So was that the catalyst for the the long hair then? Yeah, like, after that, no. I was like, I'm absolutely not paying eight pound for my hair. Like to be cut, I'm just gonna grow it out. It's gonna be yeah. waist length. Now. No, yeah, no, the, the, yeah. Well, it was to be fair up until a couple of days ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've trimmed it back. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I cut it myself as well. Yeah. 
very good. <laughs> I do, yeah, genuinely. How about you? I wash it. I do my own hair. You've got his hair, basically. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I just, every, every week I shave mine and then say, here you go, Nick. There you <laughs> go. Add it on the end. Yeah, leave it on that, though. A couple of years, was it a couple of years ago? Probably been a bit more than that now. I had a perm a few no, years, yeah, a few years back, yeah. Perm. Yeah. That's like a knife through a contract recruiter's heart, hearing the word perm. You're like, oh. <laughs> no, there's no perm work here. No, definitely not. Yeah, no, no, all one time. You know, every I, candidate wants I never time. understood that, right? Me and Nitty, so we were temp and perm operators. Yeah, yeah. And our, our entire working model was like let's win the client let's just yes. box every agency out of, mm-hmm. out of the jobs yeah, yeah. I'll put the temp in you fill it as a perm and we just keep doing that and and yeah. we, we were really successful doing that but yeah. there are loads of recruiters out there like oh, I don't know let me hide this from my perm oh, oppo gosh, or let me hide this from my temp oppo yeah it's harder to do now I mean back in the day there used to be the CV drawer in people's desk yeah, yeah, didn't there drawer, where drawer, you know yeah, if you yeah, stayed yeah. late on a Thursday and you opened that drawer you'd find the, the best pre-programmers in the, in the country and yeah, secured yeah. Um, but now I think that's harder to do with the CRM systems and that's why the CRM systems are so important to businesses but then it's the case of getting them to use the system isn't it because then the other side of it is they keep them in their inbox and should be a non-negotiable again we saw yeah we, we used to see this all the time <laughs> yeah it is one for you then so as a as a rector rack in your expertise yeah, what's yeah. in more like higher demand right now perm or temp recruiters temps 100 percent. you think that is? you can never get a contract recruiter to move they've got golden handcuffs on you know something catastrophic has got to happen in their world and it, it was exactly the same with me when i started at s3 i was a contract recruiter built it up to seven grand a week and then i walked away from it because i was young and dumb and i had no blooming clue as to what i'd actually just done yeah. um, and you know you literally just handed 200 grand's worth of billings into the 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 apparapot sort yeah, of thing well they didn't used to allocate it to another recruiter oh, yeah, it would just yeah, drop yeah, yeah, literally right, yeah. into their bank balance yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. pure revenue that they've not got to pay out a penny on now so the abyss that's the word i'm looking for the recruitment abyss and it's where the, when they get the interns in and the interns make a placement into the internal yeah, abyss yeah, 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 <laughs> with those fees. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, contract recruiters are always in demand and now more than ever, they're so, so hard to move. given the fact that they're usually on a, um, well, they've got a retained commission structure, haven't they, yeah. and that they know what they're going to be earning. Yeah. How many clients or how many business owners are kind of considering that in a package then? So if I'm going, right, you mm-hmm. know, You've got a £150 an hour billings. You're earning yeah. this much in commission. I'll tell you what, for the first three months, yeah. I'll bring you in at the base salary that you want, but I'll guarantee you earnings of this much until you get your billings up to that. Is, that, is that happening or not? Not enough. It really isn't. And I think Seems this like an is... obvious thing to do though, right? People need to think outside the box. This is the reality of it. You know, in terms of the top billers, the the best people, the A-team, you've got to think outside of the box. How can we attract these people into the business because they're not coming Aren't the majority the of those going and setting up, though? Yeah, of course they are. Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. And that's the other piece of competition that wasn't in rec to rec Even five years ago, it wasn't mm, yeah, as yeah. prevalent there. Whereas people, I think, over the last few years have thought, Do you know what, I can earn 80, 100 grand a year year just doing one deal a month and enjoying life and to working be at your own pace as well yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. working at your own pace with no yeah. restrictions to what you no pressure put. i mean there are some restrictions given given kind of if you have an investor or all that sort of yeah. stuff but yeah for the most but, part but by and large your, your biggest challenge is yourself exactly yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it, but you know that's it's your that's, own work ethic but but that's how the many times have we heard that because we used to get it all the time we when we set up there was a handful of people in in our kind of peer group that also set up yeah um the majority of which aren't 
open right. anymore. Okay. And every single one of them said the same thing. I'm just, it's it's so lonely. I like, yes. I can't motivate yeah. myself. It's just me. Well, you guys are got, lucky. You've got each yeah, other got and each all the other, rest yeah. of it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, that was always the common theme, wasn't it? Well, Everybody always, uh, they still to this very day will say to us, yeah, but I mean, there's two of you, so there's double the revenue. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's also double the cost. It's double the cost. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It swings around about. It's double the ego, double the disagreements and all yeah. that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? There are, there are certain things that Nitin and I have really kind of gone toe-to-toe with when it comes to like, no, I think we should do it this way. No, I think, even to this day, we still do it, right? And that's, but that's what makes our relationship so great that we're at opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. and we have to almost kind of align ourselves to each other yeah. to be able to say right okay this is the move that we're going to go with yeah. which has worked for us fortunately mm-hmm. but so far so good but the reality is when you're when you're by yourself you don't have yes. those disagreements you don't have like if you want to go in a direction you can go in it that's Absolutely. it yeah but the problem is then you potentially end up going down the wrong direction don't you yeah Absolutely. And, but then that comes down back to accountability, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get a lot of talk of autonomy in recruitment as well and where recruiters want business owners to back them financially, but then we want the autonomy yeah, to do yeah, whatever yeah. the hell they like within we, we were ever business. saying in that, it's sort of like right. there's so many people that love spending other people's money. Yes, yeah, you know? absolutely. And and that's, that, that's where, for me, I think a lot of startup recruitment agencies fail is mm-hmm. because they're like, I'm going to spend your money, yeah. but let me tell you how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do all of this and I'm going to have this office. I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that. And it's sort of like, all right, if it was just you and strip away that cash injection, what would you have? You'd have a shitty old laptop (laughs) and a mobile phone that is basically your own personal phone. Yeah. And that's it, right? Mm. So why don't you start there and see what you can get to before you then start spending you know, this person's money or that person's money and well, then yeah, and scratching your head at the end of it and being like oh I don't know where it went wrong we, we spoke to investors we spoke to um, to like incubator companies we spoke to a whole bunch of people and in the end I had this dog shit seven year old laptop remember the big yeah. blue fucking tank yeah. that I had and and he bought some really shitty like Barbie doll looking oh, like yeah, it was, it Acer right, yeah. notebook yeah. type thing in like really like weird white glittery white cutesy, or something. Yeah. Little white laptop that I got for like 150. Yeah, the screen's about that big. And, like <laughs> that. And, and that that was it. That was us, wasn't it? And we're just yeah. like on our phones and, and 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 off we go. And we were working out of the Holiday Inn, or we were working out of my dining room first. Then we went to the Holiday Inn because we realised that we Coffee kept watching Netflix. Like, Netflix like, yeah, yeah, you just yeah, you make it work, don't you? And then, but then, our, but our motivations <laughs> were the money element of yes, it, right? Yeah. Because we did speak to Rex, and it was it was odd because we were both sort of like wherever we move, we're moving together. So okay. we actually interviewed together in, in a that. lot of places as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is really bizarre because for most people, it was all like, this is so fucking weird. I wanted <laughs> to hire one person. I've got two people here. And <laughs> they're both the, in the same fucking meeting room with me. Like, it's just, oh. I had that realisation once when I, when I uh, interviewed for, for a finance recruiter. And we were going through the whole process. He was like, yeah, you keep talking about unit. You keep talking about unit. Like, are you a package deal? And at the time, we hadn't really confirmed that. And I was like, no, no, there's that. No, actually, you know what we are? Yeah. yeah. Because actually the impact that we've had on the market and the clients that we've got and all that sort of stuff, we yeah, built that yeah. together. And, it, and that's the formula for success. Yes. And and that's what we're trying to replicate. Yeah, if, buy if into you, that yeah. and you'll, you'll do well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we, we did, we, met, we spoke to a few Rectorecs and it was the realisation at the time that either we were like, right, either we're asking for way too much money mm. and are overvaluing ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're asking for either way too much money or we think way too much of ourselves. And if we think way too much of ourselves, then we can't expect somebody else to pay us what we want. Let's just go and do it for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And that will show us, right? Because yeah, it's yeah. either going to be an extremely humbling experience and we'll go back cap in hand like, Angela, <laughs> please, I'll take that 25k that you found me, like, you know. Or we'll be like, yeah, no, that was a good that was a good yeah, move. Yeah, it was the know? right move. How, yeah. how many people do you speak to that, that you kind of look at sometimes and just think, 
just do this for yourself. You oh, can... lots. Yeah, lots. Absolutely. And some of them come back to us on the other end of that extreme where they've tried it themselves. Mm. And then I've got an uphill battle. That's the danger. You know, it's like if you jump, you really need to jump and, and make it work and don't dance in and out of it so to speak because it's a hard sell to convince somebody yes they really want to give you 70% of their billings and they are billing 200 grand a year but no what they'd like to do is give 130k of that to you because they're lonely and that actually might genuinely be a reason that you know they need the support they need the systems in place they need the operational backup all of those little so things so you've got so so there's business owners then that would be like, no, this person set up on their own and failed, so therefore I'm not hiring this person. You you gen you genuinely get that as a we have as a concern, had that as an objection. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, no, but I get that yeah. though because if you can't make it work for yourself, then Who, how yeah. are you going to make it work for? for... Why are you going to do anything different here? Yeah, yeah. For a whole host of reasons, though, right? <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Again, so like not every good player makes a great coach. Yes, right? yeah. In that's exactly true. the same way, not every great biller can run a business themselves. Not every but, great salesperson is a good business person. Mm. No, no, but not every good salesperson will be a good salesperson in another company either. That's also true. You, yeah. you look at again. You go back to the football analogy. You can have a, a player mm -hmm. who's phenomenal at one club. Let's take Fernando Torres, phenomenal at Liverpool. Yeah, went to yeah. Chelsea. Was dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah. but do you know what I mean so it's you, true you can't, yeah, it's all about so, environment yeah well this is it that's the key and um, that is the I guess the hardest part from my perspective is getting under the skin of the business finding out what the actual truth is I almost consider myself a business analysis when I take the be, spec yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I want to know all the warts and alls what are the problems what are the concerns what are the bad things about coming to work here and then we can we can work with that and we can work backwards and we can just tell the truth to the candidates and then there's no nasty surprises and then it works then so what are stay. people doing now that's different then do the do the beanbags work do the pool tables work the free fruit it's like anything isn't it you know that new car analogy yeah. you know when you've saved up for the the beautiful new car and you've uh, walked into the showroom you bought it, it's got the lovely new smell day one it's amazing and you love all of these shiny things mm -hmm. day two it's just the car yeah. That's it, isn't it? It's I'm used to it now. Yeah, yeah. It's the car. When you make that first dink, that's it. You stop caring after that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. And that's the best way I can describe it is, yes, all of those things are lovely. People are impressed by them. Of course they are. Because if you've got the, I suppose, the disposable income, for want of a better description, to be able to set up the pool table, the PlayStation, mm -hmm. give them free through, all of that sort of thing, it's lovely. It's really, really nice. But when the grind sets in, what actually is going to make the difference is the supportive staff, the supportive manager. You can you can discipline people. You can get them to meet KPIs in a number of ways. You can use the carrot or you can use the stick. The carrot isn't in the free fruit bowl. Nobody's staying for the free Good fruit. Good vegetables. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point, actually. Can we rewind that bit? Um, <laughs> Let's go with tomatoes and cucumbers. Yeah, I was just, fruit. do you know, I nearly said yeah. cucumber and then I thought, no, that could be misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to talk about cucumbers on this, uh, but this if, session. If, <laughs> if I say, from, so from, from a hiring manager point of view, though, if, mm -hmm. if I'm looking at somebody who's driven by exactly. flexibilities, <laughs> perks, free fruit, free, free fruit, yeah, free fruit. <laughs> I fucking love free fruit, yeah. mate. <laughs> the, the, the pool tables, the, the, all, of the, all of the fancy shit that you have in the office, yeah, yeah. that to me is a bit of a red flag anyway. Exactly. because that, yeah. I mean, You're driven by the wrong things. Yeah, yeah it's the my, wrong drivers. Yeah. yeah. Our, our most recent hire, we 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 asked them out right. We we're like, look, 
why you've been doing this for as long as we have just set up on your own like what's the issue mm-hmm. and he was like eventually i will but he goes right now i'm just my my place personally just isn't where it needs to be for me to be able to commit to doing that yeah yeah and we and we said at the time i was you like understand Look. that my yeah. wife at the time but i think was penny born no she wasn't we, she no, was no, pregnant no, no, with penny yeah. wasn't she so pregnant with penny and yeah, yeah. My, my first you just one was had just, no, uh, she was a, just coming up to a year old. Yeah, so and it was like, look, we're we're not, we, when we settled, we weren't in the place, but you'll never find the perfect time to do it. Yeah, that that's yeah, the issue. That's right? the issue. We we yeah. got pushed because yeah. at the time when we needed to settle, we were on the verge of like the the business that we went into. They had some issues. There was some invoicing issues and all that sort of stuff. And because of that, um, we looked at. We yeah, looked well, at the ourselves. decision was we either back ourselves or expect someone else to back us when we should do this ourselves. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the, I, I think the the. The overarching thing there is then what what are candidates looking for then? Hundred percent flexibility at the moment. Yeah, that's the big thing. It is that flexibility. (coughs) These. What does flexibility look like? Well, you see, that's the thing. It means different things to different people, Mm -hmm. and that's what we've got to understand as as a recruiter myself. You know, at the end of the day, I'm doing recruitment to recruitment, but it's still recruitment. You know, you still got the same sort of. um, Your vertical's just different compared to somebody who's doing accounting, finance, or digital, or whatever. You got the arse end of it because you're dealing with recruiters (laughs) on both sides. God bless them. Well, I, I think before we look at kind of candidate flexibilities, I mm. think that there's, it's also important to note as well, though, like the, the attrition rate in recruitment at the mm. moment is horrendous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people are literally in businesses for weeks before yeah. they move on. Yeah. And and that that's not I don't, I don't think it's just down to the businesses. I think that also comes down to to the, the, the candidates that are coming to market, because when you look at why most people are in recruitment, they fell into it. Yeah. Right. And and a lot of people are just doing it because that's all they know. And they're at a point now where they're just fed up of it, aren't they? I think a big part of it has been um, hiring decisions over the last two to three years. I mean, literally, if you had a pulse in the last two to three years, yeah. Yeah. you could be placed. You're in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. They would give anybody a go because they had nothing to lose at the end of the day. It was quite difficult not to make placements. It was that rebuild mentality as well, exactly. wasn't it? Come out of the pandemic, yeah. work is coming through thick and fast. Exactly. As long as they can send an email and not sound like a, like a special Well, even that was phone. templated, yeah. so, yeah. you know, yeah, what could it. go wrong? Yeah, yeah, with all the automation <laughs> through CRMs and yeah, stuff, it's literally yeah. just, can you make this do this <laughs> click these buttons and the rest of it will be done for you sort of exactly. thing exactly so, this is the yeah. thing yeah okay but so so you say flexibilities then mm-hmm. is our flexibilities for me would be i drop my kids off to school yeah every morning yeah. without fail so i come into the office but 20 past nine yeah that would be enough for me yeah, like yeah. if i was on the if, if i was on the market looking for a job mm-hmm. that would be what i want yeah absolutely but then you've got others that want i want to be fully based from home remote mm-hmm. Because I've got to work from home set up or because, you know, X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, how's that going down in the current marketplace at the minute? Not great, if in all honesty. And I think that's because managers are under pressure. You know, you've got the top mm-hmm. layer, you've got the business owners who are pressing it downhill to the middle managers and they don't know how to manage any other way than the way they were managed which was more than three years ago. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to manage people who want to work 100% remotely because there's where's the training for this? You know, none of us expected any of this no. to happen. We no. were all thrust into it and we're all learning as we're going along. 
So you've got some people that have adapted to that better than others. And that's at a managerial level before we even get to the consultants. Mm -hmm. Some people are naturally incredibly self-disciplined. You know, I've got one daughter that taught herself Latin in the summer holidays because she was bored. You know, that kid <laughs> will work from home Jeez. just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's great. The other one's a bit away with the fairies sometimes. And if she didn't have classes at certain times, she wouldn't be as far down her degree as she is now. Mm -hmm. So she has to go in plus it also depends on the subject matter and I think that's a huge part in recruitment as well it depends on what your team is doing and if mm -hmm. you're all working together you've got a permi counterpart and you've got a contract uh, counterpart you guys are working as a tag team together you need to be together yeah. <laughs> you want yeah, to yeah. be together don't you because you're friends you're driving each other there was probably a bit of healthy competition between you mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. do you know the, the other thing as well though that, that makes me I almost question the the kind of because I my wife works from home and she can do it. She's very disciplined and she yeah. she can get that done. I can't do it because I just get too distracted. Distracted, yeah. But that's not me kind of um, that's not me amplifying my kind of ill discipline on on other people. I need to be in an office to be able to work well. I used mm -hmm. to have to wear a suit to work well because if I, if I <laughs> put the to, costume on, yeah, well, the yeah, suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I used to have to put on my suit because yeah. then I felt like I was working. If I was yeah, working yeah. in jeans and a, and a hoodie, then I was like, I'm not at work. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're in a situation where you're where you're working from home, we came out of a two year pandemic where we were locked down for two years and everybody was like, We need we need kind of contact people, we need to be working with people, we wanna be we miss the collaboration piece, we miss just being able to shake somebody's hand or give someone a hug. Mm -hmm. And we've almost gone from craving that to like, no 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 no, no. I wanna be at home. I mm. wanna be at home and nothing but at home. Yeah. Yeah, it's and become just, like an entitlement as well, right? In the I don't think a lot of people know why they want to work from home either. Be because Depends it's, where you're at because in life. It, it's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. For, for me, um, I, I don't think the, the conversation for of, of like remote working is too currently too overarching. Mm -hmm. There are certain divisions and certain departments within yeah. a business that absolutely can work from home. Yeah. Well, IT or can work years, remotely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. An IT yeah. division, a finance <coughs> division. Yeah. You know, customer service should not be remote, in my mm -hmm. opinion, because if you think about the last couple of years versus five years ago whether it's your insurance company whether it's the nhs whether it's the police whether it's a you know your holiday provider how how long are we now on hold for mm. how displeased are we with the level of customer service that we get when we call up a contact center and ask for help how many times do we not get our queries resolved and sorted and how many times are we told there's a backlog of covid we're still dealing with when we deal with the like local councils and stuff like of that the council, because yes. it's become this thing of like there's no accountability when, when it, you know, some of these businesses are not equipped to work from home yeah, yeah. but have almost had to do it because they need to hire the staff and that's what the staff are asking for mm -hmm. then productivity slipped then customer services slipped and and now we're kind of just in this like weird either do we accept this mediocrity or do we go no we need to go back to the way it used to be um, or there's a third option that we can train people to work better from home that is an option. No, no it is absolutely. Learn is. how to manage teams. I, I from think, home. yeah, I've never, I've never considered that as a, as a. <laughs> no, I've never, never looked at it from that point of view before. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we're asking people to do something they've never done before exactly. and expect them to be good. But why at are they it. asking yeah, for yeah. it then? But well, but this is it, isn't it? I think it's an, it's, it's an entitlement piece. I think a small majority, uh, small minority, have ruined it for the majority. Yeah, yeah. Because there are people that have taken the piss. There are people yeah. that have. 
um, you know, like Amazon hacks. Oh, this thing will move your mouse so you can have a shower or have a nap, or this thing will click around. Like the, the woman in Australia that got sacked wow. um, from the insurance company because of like not do she did something like a fraction of work over the space of six months that they monitored her right. and she even tried to argue that with them <laughs> you know even though as, as controversial as it sounds like but like the Nicola Bully thing right mm. in that you were on a team's call you were on a, a team's meeting and uh, you were taking your dog, dog for a walk yeah, you know yeah. the, the tragedy happened and that's really shit but mm. the reality is yeah. that you were supposed to be working but you were walking your dog yeah 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 like yeah, like, yeah. Are we not going to have that conversation? You know what you I mean? You see, I think in recruitment, the great thing, the thing that I've always loved about recruitment is, is you live by the sword and you die by it. Mm -hmm. You're only as good as last month's figures. So the reality of it is, if you're that kind of person, you've got that kind of lazy mentality that you're going to go and Yeah, you're just going to cut it. You're just going to get cold really yeah. quickly. So we will catch those people out very fast but the as problem business is, though, owners. is that I would say, the and, and hopefully you, you agree with me, that the large portion of the talent pool that's available to the market yeah. is exactly that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Whereas how, how many top billers mm. that are absolutely smashing it pick up the phone to you and go, Angela, I'm at the top of my game. I'm making a ton of money. Let's go out to market and see what I can get. Yeah, see what I'm worth. They should my do it. My stock value is they, the no, highest. They or they should do it. Or yeah. how many get in touch with you and go, Angela, I've had a fucking horrible week. I've been given my final warning. Yeah. I got told, unless I put three three placements on the board this week, I'm out the door. I haven't even done one. And it's Thursday. Help. Yeah, literally. And do you know what? The sad thing is, if they'd have phoned me on the Monday, I probably could have coached them through to get yeah. those placements. Yeah. And that is what's frustrating, is you're absolutely right. People should call. I mean, I'm sure Ronaldo put the flag up and said, like, actually, you know, I'm, I'm getting to 32, 33, whatever. You need to get me the best deal possible before mm -hmm. I return because I've only got four years to go here and those are the candidates that we'd love you know those are the dream in Rector Egg they are but you are right an awful lot I'd probably say 80% of the calls I get I can't help you disgruntled and actually you. I'd be a hindrance yeah. because I'm going to command 20 to 25% of your salary on top of what you're yeah. asking um, for yeah I've got to buy into you and back exactly. you exactly then I've got to yeah. convince exactly. your future employer to buy into me and you yeah and then it's all in your hands and you've got 12 weeks to not cock it up. <laughs> exactly. And to be honest with you, I don't know whether you're not going to cock it up. 100%. Yeah. That's a lot of work to put in on yeah, an if, yeah. but maybe. Yeah. Exactly. I think the, the issue is that there's there's definitely there's definitely a skill shortage, I think, mm. in, in the, the current recruitment market. Yeah. And it's interesting how many recruitment trainers are now starting to surface. Mm. You've got, I mean, we, we've, we've, we've spoke to maybe two or three of them. If not, if not, maybe more. And we've had a, a handful of them on the, on the podcast. And there's just loads and loads of these guys coming yeah. out. But actually, I think they, they touch a really good point, which mm. is training is a big, big thing. It is. It's a yeah. massive thing. And people, yeah, businesses aren't investing enough. Because we, used to, cause we yeah. used to be able to just like get a new, get, oh, he's crap, get rid of him. Yeah, next. Call the rec to rec. Yeah, yeah, get me another one. Get me another one. Yeah. Whereas now it's sort of like, okay, that talent pool's running out. And the Literally. what's left is, is unfortunately the ones that probably fell into it or fallen out of love with it and they're just sort of like in this situation where they're like do I want to go and start a career somewhere else or do I want to just like see if a record rec can get me a five grand pay rise and just yeah. try again in the hope that yeah. maybe it works out you know and and maybe this, the, the focus you're right needs to be more of a balance I think you touched on a really interesting point though it, which is that 
top talent recruiters should be using rec to recs mm. as agents. Mm. Very like much like the footballers do. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's what you should be doing. You yeah, should yeah. be going to them while you're at the top of your game absolutely. saying, all right, then let's see what you've got. Yeah, you know? that's the time to move, not the week before you're about to get fired. No. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah. we need, I think, a re-collaboration within recruitment. This is the big thing now. I think, you know, everybody needs to kind of look at their teams and pick their winners and who are we going to invest in? Who do we want to keep in this industry? Um, and there'll be some people that there'll just be a natural um, attrition and it has been a bit of an admin job for the last few years there's no getting mm -hmm. away from that it's not actually that hard to become a great bd person from a great delivery person because you've been selling to the candidates for the last three years all you need to do is flip that and start <coughs> selling to your clients as well Thing not is, instead of as well <laughs> business owners business owners will often restrict consultants from that part of the job Right. Because they, we've seen it a hundred times before, okay. where, they're like, where they're like, oh, well, no, no, I never got to do any of the BD or the, the relationship management yeah, stuff. The, the director yeah, did the, that. The, the, I just yeah, did the delivery bit. Yeah, oh, we, wow. We've seen a lot of that. And um, if you put clients on a pedestal up here, mm. then you're yeah. always going to get consultants who are scared to make Terrified. that phone call. Yeah. That's why when we get new consultants, if they're brand, brand new, totally green, get on the phone. First thing oh, you need yeah. to do is like, this is your market. Here's a list of questions. Just go. Just call. Just Ask. talk to them. Yeah. yeah. What's the worst you're that's not, gonna happen? You're not going to put us out of business by, by making one shit phone call. Exactly. So just right. call them. Find like yeah. just rip the bandaid off. Start speaking to people. And you'll you'll soon realise how easy it is. Yeah. Same thing with clients. Just call them. Yeah, absolutely. And most of the clients are lovely. This is the thing. There's nothing to be scared of. They're no, just people. They're just people they're just on people. the other end of the phone. Exactly. And they know what you want. Exactly. They, they know like, why you're we calling. We say this to the guys upstairs all the time, right? Yeah. You're, you're a recruiter. You've made it exactly. clear to them that you're a recruiter. Guess what you're going to talk about? Yeah, exactly. Buttered exactly. sausage, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to talk about something other than recruitment, are you? you know, like that's your purpose of the call. Yeah. And if they continue to engage with that phone call, then you're halfway there. Exactly. How are you finding the trend with internal recruiters moving into agency because we've seen a massive yeah. increase in internal recruiters applying for roles with us really? um and, we and we've met some we, we hired one, we hired yeah, one. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't great um, <laughs> she crashed into my porsche for starters i mean that was already a fucking you what like yeah but, like, other than that no she just <laughs> no, no, but there was, no, not just crashed into it but didn't even say anything no, until she drove off as well yeah, yeah until yeah. we looked at it when we came downstairs I was like yeah, have you got a scratch on your porsche he's like what <sighs> yeah See, that's yeah. AKA to murdering one of my kids. I mean, Listen, it's a 20 year old Porsche, it's geez. got a few dinks and scratches, but not, not the ones that I put on. Not yeah, that, those, right? are, different. Yeah. those no. are different. Those are different. But no, we've, we, I've interviewed, like, I've, I've probably had conversations about four, maybe five now, mm. and they've all been really good, talented, yeah. interesting people. Yes. Um, but for one reason or another, we haven't progressed with them, right? Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, I found the trend that was the um, there was a salary indifference mm. in terms of yeah, what they want and, and, and that yeah. kind of thing. But they don't really get the bonus or commission stuff. No, on that's that side, right. That's which right, is their yeah. their very heavy base versus versus yes. commission. This is the thing. It's apples and pears. You can't compare the two. And this is where I suppose it is going to get tricky because it swings and roundabouts. You know, the market <coughs> is in a constant state mm -hmm. of of twisting and turning and I've seen it from 2000 upwards to, to today it goes in peaks and troughs sometimes internal is in favour and sometimes agency is in favour currently it's agency's turn you know you had your bite at the cherry I hope you all saved lots of money and you spent it all wisely and you didn't raise your lifestyle to meet these large basic salaries um and yeah, it's our go now, basically. The the pendulum mm. has swung. I think what, what a lot of people forget or, or try and avoid 
is that recruitment's a sales gig. Exactly. Yes. And and if yeah. you're not ready to be a salesperson, yeah. then then agency life isn't for you. Exactly. Mm. And a lot of recruiters, oh, recruiters yeah, I mean, a lot of internal recruiters forget that yeah, as well. We had this with yeah. the, one of the internal um, recruitment people that we met, and she was very very focused on her, you know. Her business partnering skills okay. and you know and her like kind of resource management and planning for future hires and that kind of thing and I was sort of like yeah. so that that's all great yeah. but let me like really as bluntly as I can <laughs> you're not going to be doing that no like no hiring manager like we we've, we've got relationships with finance directors and yeah. CFOs that have go back seven or eight years yeah they ain't telling us exactly. what their future hiring plans are <laughs> like no one's telling it you doesn't that. Happen. what they want is yeah. I have a vacancy yeah. I need you to you get a fir- yeah you so get a may have another vacancy six months down the line I may yeah. but you know I, I, I don't know yet but just fill this one yeah. like, that's what they want from you exactly and, and that was a bit of a wake up call for her because I think she was very much expecting agencies to be but I think she bought into the do you know when agencies go and meet internal and they talk about how can, the consultant part of my job is to do this and I consult and I, I think that's she kind of glorified that in her head in and her I was mind, sort of like listen it, look, it is a sales job yeah, like you will hear no more times than you want to yeah. and then you can probably cope with, mm-hmm. and then you got to carry on. Like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I think make really good consultants? And this is probably just me like reflecting on on kind of my my experiences. But is people that have gone through that grind of like customer service, mm-hmm. retail, yeah. hospitality, yeah. those really kind of laborious jobs that the tough the, jobs. yeah the the dead yeah. end the shitty hours the working yeah. the weekends the bank holidays the Christmases all that sort of stuff. Yeah, people that come from there. And have transitioned because we appreciate the smaller things. <laughs> well, this you moved into recruitment, right? This is a true story. He moved into recruitment because I rang him on a Friday yeah. evening and I went, "Do you want to come out for a beer?" And he went, "I can't. I'm putting the cars away because he was in car sales at the time for BMW okay. yeah. on a very nice basic with a very nice company car." <laughs> I've got to put all the cars away, which will take me about an hour, and I'm back here again at seven in the morning. And oh, I've gone, yeah. "That shit." Stuff that. Guess what? That was, that was I'm in a sales job. <laughs> That's paying well. Yeah, yeah. That has a company car like on a carrot at the end of my billing like target, mm-hmm. and I don't have to work weekends. Yeah, yeah. I start at half eight. I'm gone by six. Gospel like, truth. The first thing I said do this. He was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> there, there are sales jobs that don't require weekend work. You see, I disagree. I worked weekends when I first got into recruitment. No, but you're you're not you're not contracted. It was a choice, to, though. Yeah, yeah. That Whereas was a decision. I, my yeah. my contracted hours were yeah. Monday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And within that, there was a rotor, so I would have like a Wednesday off. Yeah. And then yeah. I would I would have to work every other Sunday. But do you know what? I think in some ways, if you were to get really creative with recruitment, recruitment could do that. Because when are my candidates available? Saturday morning's a great time to catch them. It really Yeah, is. that's true. Yeah, but we can know. look outside on, the square. I, no, I agree. And I, I have done some stuff. Remember that time when I was trying to find that um, that management accountant or whatever it was, and like I couldn't find it. We got the job on like Thursday evening or something. I didn't find anyone by Friday. And then I was like, I, and he was like, you're going to work this weekend, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. I can't do it. I can't, I can't not fill it because exactly. like I just, it will, it will eat away at me that yeah, I didn't do yeah. it. And and I worked over the weekend and, and I managed to find someone. But you can do it. But the receptiveness of some candidates at the weekend is like, look, can you call me on, on Monday? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to talk about work stuff over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, because again, recruitment, career stuff, that's still a job. That's still work for them as well, right? So Depends on yeah. how motivated they are, doesn't it? That's the yeah, thing. That's yeah. It all comes yeah. down yeah. to who you catch and a lot if of If they've been given that final warning and yeah, they need yeah, to get yeah. their three temps out. It's all timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think, how often do you find then, uh, when you're talking to recruiters who are maybe like a year or two or quite junior in their yeah. journey, how often do you find that they, they want to get away from the BD stuff? 
I just don't like PD. Can I? Oh, we used to hear that all the time. Yeah. Again, I mean, that just comes down to how well they've been trained. If from day one they've had a brilliant onboarding, that's been really slick and that's what candidates want. You know, when we talk mm-hmm. about the free fruit and all that nonsense, what they actually want is to arrive day one and their, their laptop set up and their email works and the password's correct. Yeah. That's what makes a good impression and you never get a second chance to make that first good impression. Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing as a business and, and that's critical. That is important, yeah. So important. And I know we, we look at the cringy kind of like, oh, well, welcome God, to the madhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah so, no, but yeah, actually, it, it is. Yeah. It is really important because, like, there's nothing more frustrating. Well, we, we do it when we, when we have our candidates. Oh, well, I turned up on the first day, they were still trying to sort IT out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's that should have been done Friday. Shit, we forgot you were coming. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, we've got some recruitment businesses that do a brilliant job of that. I used to do international rec to rec where I was sending people over to Australia, and we had businesses that would meet them at the airport at half five in the morning on a Saturday. And, and take them to their hotel, make sure oh, they were looked yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. All of that kind of thing is what you are competing with as British recruitment businesses. If you don't look after them, no. somebody else will. That's the truth of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they're looking for, in all honesty, when we go through that sort of the taking it right back to basics they need training from day one they need you to sit and listen to their calls and give them feedback and give them advice and as you touched on earlier with recruitment trainers if you don't have time to do it bring an external resourcer in to do it who has got the time to sit with your guys the irony is isn't it like recruitment agencies we're an outsourced yeah. We're an outsourced resource. Absolutely. Yeah, we seem so reluctant to outsource our resource. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. ourselves. But our expertise. Like a, yeah. like, our, yeah. our expertise is recruitment, right? Yes. And and that like I I've done some in-house training with the guys, and and even then, like it's training that I'm not an expert in training. Mm-hmm. I consider myself to be decent at training, but I wouldn't by any stretch say that I'm an expert. Yeah. But the point is though. That that's what we should be doing. We yeah, should be yeah. investing our money in experts. Exactly. Say, listen, I need you to come in yeah. week in, week out, month in, month out, however you do it. But yeah. this is the criteria that I want my guys to learn. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then the offset is, though, that as business owners or managers, we need to be implementing that training on the guys. Yeah. You've got to make sure you enforce it. It's like parenting, isn't it? At the end of the day, we all know Mm -hmm. we've got the sticker chart. But if mummy goes away for the weekend and comes back and daddy hasn't done the sticker chart, well, what was the point of the sticker chart? Yeah, Um, yeah. We had that. Do you know Warren Kemp? Yeah, 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 I do. So Warren's wicked. We we brought him in to do training for us a few times. Yeah. And and it was great because for the first lot of of people we did like a boot camp for, Mm. um, they were implementing a lot of the training, weren't they? Mm. But the... Uh, I, I don't know what happened but I think they just ended up falling out of recruitment but they left but then when we had our, our other guys they were doing um, training with Warren I think it was like once a month or once every couple of weeks mm-hmm. and it got to the point where it was like the day before he came they'd be like shit Warren's coming tomorrow we've got to do the, the, the stuff that he told us to do and it was a scramble, weren't it, to to go and do the homework that he'd set them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after after the training, they'd be like, we want a board de- dedicated to Warren's training. And we're like, yeah, cool, give you that. Okay. And set the board up and they've got it all, wrote the title, Warren's training stuff. And then nothing, just a oh. blank board. And then sure enough, two weeks later, Warren's coming. Oh, crap, Warren's coming in. Yeah. Have we asked those questions? Do we do this? Do we that? No. Oh, crap. Okay, you do that one. I'll do this one. And it's just like, you pair of bunch of idiots. Like, well, what are this, you doing? Yeah, the thing is, they didn't understand why he asked. They weren't the, bought into it. Yeah. it. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, but I think part of that was our fault because mm-hmm. what we should have yeah. done, because we didn't sit in on the training. And I think what we should have done was sit in on yes. the training. Yeah. So yeah. then we could yeah. then start implementing the stuff that Warren was teaching. Exactly. We used to look forward to Warren yeah. coming in because we could go for a wagon. Oh, you got an hour off. Well, we yeah. could go to wagon <laughs> 
It's like we a baby get lunch. <laughs> but it is, it's, yeah, I see what you mean. It is, it's almost like giving the kids to the trainer for a couple yeah. of hours to give you a bit of relief. Whereas what I what I do is I do um, training and it can be 15 minutes a day, literally. Mm-hmm. They all have 15 minutes a day with me where I'll sit there and I'll say, right, what's your plan for the day? And we'll go through the plan together. Now that is in reality what you, your billing manager should be doing, but mm. also in planet reality, it's what they haven't got time to do. Yeah. So I'm almost like a, a renter resource for want of a better description, where I'll come in and almost be that billing manager that just sits and holds their hands mm-hmm. or listens to a couple of their calls and gives them feedback and gives them some advice as to what they could have done differently. The big thing that I'm finding at the moment is that consultants are struggling with closing because as we said before, they're doing the admin, they're sending the CV, they're doing all the hard work. <laughs> and then when it gets to, yeah, it gets Scared to the, the offer. Rejection bit or yeah, whatever, yeah. Exactly. So is that what you're doing now then? You're moving into that sort of training consultancy space then? It's been a natural, I guess, progression really, mm. because as I say, I meet a lot of these recruiters, I place a lot of them. If I want my deals to stick, which I do, and I've got a phenomenal 100% stick rate at the moment, which I'm very keen to maintain. Mm. Um, Easy to do when you're only making one placement in the rejection. That's <laughs> so do you know what i'd rather make one good placement a year than a hundred rubbish ones i genuinely no, would. i true, couldn't cope true. with the hokey cokey of in and out and yeah. refunding this and not doing that um but yeah that's just sort of i guess organically grown from my customers where they've said right you brought this person in because you said they had mm-hmm. this skill set We've identified this. Can you coach them through it? And we'll pay you an hourly rate. And yeah, Sweet. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, it's worked out nicely. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend that basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, which I me. Yeah, yeah, no, but that kind of makes sense though, doesn't it? Because yeah. I mean, what you almost naturally doing there is going, I back my decision to put this candidate in front of exactly. you to the point where I'm willing to continue keeping in touch. Yeah, and yeah. I th- there's, there'll be a lot of rec to recs I don't, I would imagine that don't speak to their Oh, you never again. hear from them again. And I mean, I've had that when I've been placed. I was landed in the middle of Australia. I mean, this is what actually drove me into rec to rec I got over to Australia, four kids and the dog, all packed up, flown over, husband's given up his job, everything. You know, we've got our world in four suitcases. We land. I discover that I am working for a subsidiary of the worst recruitment company in the whole of Australia. It has got the worst reputation and I'm working for one of the arms of it. I had no idea. Because you're blind. You go into these things trusting and... Yeah, so two weeks I lasted there. It was horrendous. So was the was the plan to move to Australia? Were you driven by the move to Australia, do you think? Yeah, absolutely, because this was 2008 and it had all hit the fan. Yeah. My ex worked in pharmaceuticals and he worked for an American company, so they just pulled the drawbridge Jesus, yeah, up, basically. Yeah, 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 they yeah. were just like, we're going to protect the American jobs. Rightly or wrongly, the British team is just cleared Fair. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was getting phone calls. I mean, I actually wanted to be a stay-at-home mum. I just had my fourth baby. I was like, oh, you know, feet up, Pilates. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to living the dream. But I kept getting these increasingly frantic phone calls from Australia, pretty much going, name your price. You know, you've got oil and gas experience. We need somebody that can just jump in and pick up a hot desk. What do you want? And as I say, I ended up working for those cowboys 
which was a bit devastating. But the Rectorec was nowhere to be seen. And, you know, I'm calling going, look, help, you know, not, I don't blame you for this. This mm -hmm. is nobody's mm -hmm. fault. Yeah, but, but we are, help. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Let's sort it out, yeah. Absolutely. And as luck would have it, I was in Perth and another Rectorec picked up the, the bat signal on LinkedIn um, and found me a great job with um, Harrier. So I was really lucky that that was salvageable mm. but i thought i never want anybody to ever experience that and, yeah, and to fair. go through that again so that's that was the catalyst for me to get me into rector Rec. and so far so good it's been it's been all right <laughs> yeah, cool. it's easy. i mean look you're, you're a recognizable brand aren't you in I within so. yeah within the direct Rec world definitely um so is that is that kind of going to be a continuation of what you do Absolutely. Keep, keep doing rec to rec, but also yeah. doing the training bit as well. Definitely. My aim in life really was to build a brand and build a business that the children can take over. You know, I'm not saying I don't ever want them to go into their fields. They do. They've, they've got their own professional goals and, mm -hmm. and achievements, etc. But I've got two that actually would make really good recruiters. You know, when you see that little glint in their eye and I think you're cheeky, you are. You'll be good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> plus, he's been listening for the last five, six years. And he's like a little sponge and. Uh, there's times I get off calls and he's like, didn't close them on that though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but it's, you know, an extra pair of ears, silly yeah, as it yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A 13-year-old can pick up on things that you yeah, haven't noticed. That you've missed, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's great. And, you know, everybody needs that. And I suppose that also comes back to the working from home piece as well. You know, being part of a team yeah. that carries you and drives you. It was the competitive thing for me at the beginning. I wanted to be top of that leaderboard mm. and I would have been mortified if I'd have slipped. Did slip a few times and then had to crawl my way back up. But it does. It drives and motivates you. And I wonder whether we don't need the support of our buddies as much as anything in recruitment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do it on your own, isn't it? It's hard. It's tough. I think it's so. Good. Yeah, mm. I, I think so. Which is kind of where the working from home thing for me is just like, I, I get it, but I don't. I don't think people understand why they want it. Yeah. Rather yeah. than yeah. just... I think if you're dead, dead for, no, 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 I need and I want to work from home, it comes back to that point that I'll make about, well, you like spending someone else's money then. Yeah. Back yourself and do it for yourself. Do it for yourself, yeah. Then you can work from wherever you want. Yeah, absolutely. Then you, you, don't have, then you can go and like walk your dog at nine o'clock and then yeah. have a nap at ten. Like, Nobody do what, minds. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, just don't do it on my dime. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah, I, I think, is which it. is I think is a fair point. You know, yeah. all this misinformation about oh they want you back because you know pre not making much money anymore and the the real estate prices and commercial real estate are dropping. No, none of that's true. Just people just want bang for their buck. I yeah. pay you a salary. I want to exactly. see you working. Yeah. Like that's that's what's happened. It's the deal, isn't it? It's the contract. Yeah. Literally the contract yeah. that we make. Yeah. You're you not know. entitled to a wage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So well, they're well, entitled to a wage. <laughs> no, no, you're not. In, yeah, no, no, I didn't finish that. Sentence. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's weird. I said it and then I finished it in my head because I was just like, yeah, this doesn't need to be said. And no. then you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you clip that bit, baby. <laughs> You're not entitled to a wage. Unless yeah. it legally states Work for that free. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to be fair, you know, we've got offerings out there now where you can literally, I've got one client where they don't pay you a wage. They do everything else. They take 30% of your billings. And as you say, walk the dog, do what you like. The Actually, the only person whose time you're stealing then is your own, to be mm -hmm. blunt. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, there's there's options for everybody. There yeah. is something out there now for everyone. How do you invoice a client like that though? Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, I charge twenty percent of the base salary. Yeah, I charge twenty percent of the base salary. Haha, jokes on you. We don't pay a base salary. <laughs> no, but I charge them on their last previous basic salary. Uh, yeah, so that's right. what I invoice yeah, this them This candidate on. Yeah. was on 150k. Yeah, yeah. millions, millions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Well, look, I think that about does it for Excellent. today's pod uh, unless you've got anything else you want to add no no look, I, I just want to say thanks for coming down taking yeah, the time out to come and see us yeah, thank it's you it's uh, been good it's been to good. kind of tap into uh, to 23 years worth of recruitment knowledge <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> no, appreciate it we uh, end it there. Can you, can you cut it before I say dinosaur? <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> How do you find this guy? I spotted him in the background. What do you think of him? Yeah, it will be off camera. <laughs> we stop filming. You're still fucking lying. <laughs>